When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? Thanks, Sedano. Super excited for What You Need to Know. So, this is a good one. I know, Laura, you'll probably like this because you like, I feel like you like horror, horror what are they called? Uh, haunted houses and stuff like that? Haunted horror nights, yes, all that good stuff? horror nights. At- yes. yes, yes so, good. Universal Studios has unveiled some frightfully fun new things coming to its annual Halloween Horror Nights event, which they collaborated with The Weeknd on. Yes, this is the same guy who canceled his show at SoFi Stadium halfway through or, you know, a couple songs songs in in, Saturday night. So for those of you disappointed over that, I digress. So uh, the Weekend After Hours Nightmare is a walkthrough exhibit that integrates the weekend's music and artistic persona. Here's a little piece of the description. It says, a slasher carving a smile at an otherworldly rave. Bandage maniacs performing extreme plastic surgery. A grotesque mannequin masquerade. His nightmare is now yours. Uh, guests can also enjoy a themed cocktail at the After Hours Nightmare Bar, which will feature large screens playing the weekend's music, videos, and short films. Uh, there's also going to be cocktails named after tracks from the album, as well as small bites like pizza fries. Uh, the event kicks out t- kicks off tomorrow, and it runs select evenings through Halloween, which is October 31st. So that's what you need to know. The weekend is coming to Universal. Oh, there you go. So September 8th mm-hmm. all the way through Halloween, October 31st? Yeah, they got to get their money's worth, Cap. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Don't if you're partnering it, with the weekend. I mean, it's a long time, though. I, I didn't even think you started thinking Halloween until at least early October. Weekend oh, no, after dude. Labor Day. Cappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, people Disney. love Halloween, man. Disney Yeah, started Disney started September 2nd. Yep. Last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Disney doing? Uh, duh, they have like the Oogie this Boogie Bash. Halloween. This is Halloween. Where are you going? Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. I, it's yeah. like the best. What? Yeah, I don't know it. I don't know I the can uh, tell. Disney Halloween. Oh so my wait, God. so I want it, but so the crazy. Oogie Boogie Bash sounds good to oh, me. Oh, it's fun. It's sold out. Yeah, it's always sold out. Super sold out. It's sold out in like minutes. But what is yeah. it? The Oogie Boogie Bash. It's, it's like Trick or Treat Halloween Party mm-hmm. at I, Disney. At uh, Disney California Adventure. It's awesome. Everyone dresses up. Will it's really anybody cool. here do anything Halloween related yes. before Halloween? Hundred uh, percent. No, not me. Well, me neither. See, I'm. I'm. This is something that I always debate upon. When I was a bartender in college, mm-hmm. and we would dress up, you know, for Halloween, whatever. I feel like everybody would always go out and celebrate before, you know, the weekend before Halloween. But this year, I think Halloween is on like a Monday. Oh. So then, do people dress up the Sunday. weekend after? Oh no! I think you dress up the weekend before, before. don't you? That's don't so you far celebrate away, Halloween though. before? Yeah. yeah, I have a somebody's. I'm going to a Halloween party on the 29th. Then we're doing a few Halloween things like throughout all of October. So my girlfriend, affectionately known around here as Rubber Rachel, she loves Halloween. I'm with her, and she'll like do like you girls are saying. She'll do Halloween like three or four times, even before Halloween starts. So a couple years ago, this friend of mine's band was playing, and this is like the weekend. Is this when you went dressed as a pirate? No, no. Uh, This is when I went dressed as a ninja. 
Oh. Different time. Yeah. And she and I walk into this bar to see my friend's band play, and she thinks it's super cool that we're the only two people in costumes, and everybody's looking at us like, what the hell? That's the worst. And I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, my that's, God, that's a bad look, man. so embarrassed right now. <laughs> like, I'm the only grown adult here mm. wearing some, you know, ninja costume. Oh. I know, and I felt so stupid. It's kind of like Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls when she walks in as a zombie bride. And everyone's like wearing their cat ears mm-hmm. with their leotards and bra and underwear. And they're like, why are you so scary? She's like, it's Halloween. Mm. I'm that girl, though. I'm like, I'd rather be scary than not. Even the last year. I, I don't even love Halloween so we- all that much, to be honest with you. I used to always, well, when I grew up, um, there used to be a huge block party uh, where I grew up in Miami. That's and- awesome. In Coconut Grove, the Coconut Grove area of Miami, and like it was like a huge deal, and all the bars would have like crazy events and whatever, and you just like it's huge block party. Cappy wouldn't understand because he knows the area, um, so it's very conducive to walking in general anyway. Um, and I would always go in the most comfortable costume I could. Every year I could, <laughs> I would I, I would I, I would ask one of my friends who works at like a doctor's office or a hospital, be like, "Hey, can I borrow your scrubs? I'm just gonna be a doctor this year again." <laughs> and that's what I would do. I would wear a do- like scrubs every single year just to be comfortable. Dude, that's awesome. There was a when I worked at a different radio station, we used to do like contests, you know, like costume contests. Mm-hmm. And one time I dressed up as a dirty bum and my sign said I work in radio feed me. Oh, uh, wow. They funny. loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend of mine uh, a couple of years ago and he was a an all-American collegiate swimmer at UC Irvine. Mm. And um, one of the Irvinians. Right, and so everybody knew at this party that he was a decorated collegiate swimmer, and then he went on to swim like from Catalina to L.A., and then he did a swim around New York City. So he got into these ultra-endurance swims. So dude shows up, and you know how like sometimes you show up to a costume party, and you're like, so who are you? What are you supposed to be? This guy's wearing a tiny little Speedo, and he's got like five made-up like Olympic gold medals, and everybody's like, what are you? Oh, okay, I get it. Like, you're fat Michael Phelps. Because he did not belong in this little tiny Speedo at a party like this. But I thought that was a pretty creative outfit, you know? I mean, to be, you got to have a lot of confidence to show up. Like, if I show up right now without a shirt on and a little Speedo, you're going to throw up. But I'm on a diet. Started yesterday. You're going to be fine, eventually. I'm going to lose 15 pounds, George. Okay, cool. I'm on a mission. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, real quick, Cappy. So, Linz, you had this story you were telling me about earlier about the Niners, right? So, I'm sure, Cappy, you saw uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G is back. Right. Um, they kind of restructured his deal, like mm-hmm. a one-year situation. And apparently, the story is that Trey Lance was not thrilled. But, Linz, you were telling me something about that Peter King said about the situation on his website? So, well, Albert Breer did bring up um, from SI, from Sports Illustrated, he reported that uh, it took some time for Lance to digest the news of Jimmy Garoppolo, the whole situation. Right. And he said, quote... Because he thought he was going to be the guy. Yeah. He, He said, Albert Breer said of the situation, of course, quote, while I heard Lance was a little annoyed in the immediate aftermath, but he's a smart, mature kid who I believe can handle it. Truth is, if he couldn't, you might have bigger questions about where the Niners are at the position. And then Peter King said that he gives the 49ers six games. He said six games, that's all it's going to take for the 49ers to decide they need Garoppolo back in the starting lineup. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I was when they faced this. the yeah. Chiefs. I mean, yeah. six games. I mean, good Lord. Well, I mean, I think if you if you really think you're a Super Bowl team, and I know the Niners do, they think they are, and you're going to start a young quarterback who I don't remember. Do you remember, George, where Trey Lance went to college? It's a North small Dakota school. North Dakota State, I believe. Right. So, so it's a small school. He didn't and, play in his last year there either because of COVID or whatever. Right. Know, so. So, so here's a young man who has first-round talent, mm-hmm. size, speed, arm strength, et cetera, et cetera, first-round talent. But he's a big risk because he comes from a small school, didn't play the big-time college football. It's not like there haven't been other guys who've gone to small schools that have gone on to great success as a quarterback in the NFL. It happens all the time. Yeah. But he's a risk, meaning as a young player to, to say, here's your team and we have Super Bowl expectations – that's putting a lot on a kid who wasn't playing at Alabama the year before, playing in a he, national he basic, title game. I mean, Cappy, he basically has like 330 snaps in his entire college career. Right, so so not a lot, you know? Yeah. And and I feel like if you were – it's kind of like we've been talking about with Russell Westbrook. If he's on the Lakers roster at the beginning of the season and the Lakers say, look, we're going to give this 20 games, and it either is working or it's not working – and if it's not working, we may just tell Russ, don't show up anymore because we don't want you around. But if it is working, good for us. Good for him. I feel like that's the situation with Trey Lance. It's like, we'll give you the first six games. Let's see how it goes. And if it doesn't go well, we got to go to the veteran quarterback. We'll get back to you, Trey Lance, at some point. Maybe not this year necessarily. And so if you're that kid, aren't you annoyed? Like, I would be. Oh, yeah, of course you should be annoyed. Because you were told you were going to be the guy this year. They, they have made a huge mess of this Jimmy Garoppolo thing because had they not – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, do you remember at the end of the year last year? He basically said goodbye <laughs> like, at his press conference at the last game of the season. And he was cool about it, and, and, and then he was in limbo the entire offseason and finally here just a week or so ago or whatever it was, he gets this deal restructured in the last couple of days. And, yeah, like we went – we all thought that it was going to be Trey Lance's team, and now this – Jimmy Garoppolo, who, look, was the quarterback who was there when they went to the Super Bowl, even though some people thought they were there in spite of him, is going to be looming. Uh, and and that's not that can't be fun for a kid, for any kid in that situation, but especially a kid who is going to need some grooming at the professional level because he didn't even have a lot of college snaps. Right, right. And, and you know, the thing is, is that if you didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo, then you would have a backup quarterback that would probably only play if the kid were to get hurt and be unavailable. But you see now, every time the kid goes out and throws a pick, or any time the Niners lose a game, the first thing the reporters are going to do is they're going to talk to Kyle Shanahan about when is Garoppolo going to play. They're going to talk to Trey Lance about, you know, do you think you should still be the starter on this team? It's, It's good to have the insurance policy of a guy who's experienced, but it's kind of bad to bring the guy back to a team that he led to a Super Bowl and led to an NFC Championship game a year ago. Yeah. So I am not really sure I understand what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were doing here other than thinking, hey, look, we've got an insurance policy. But you talk about kind of like messing with a young guy's head. I, I could imagine why Trey Lance would be a little annoyed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be thrilled either. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. I kind of feel for the kid. I'm empathetic in this case, so. I find myself kind of feeling the same way. Like, wait a second, coach, you guys told me in the offseason he's not going to be back. It's my team now. I've gone through training camp. I'm ready to go. 
I'm ready to take this thing over, and then you guys bring him back. What the hell, man? Looking you know, over my shoulder every day. Do you want to do a little role play? All right, go ahead. Who do you want to be? Who do you, you want to be, Trey, or you want to be uh, you want you want to be Kyle? Um, I'll be Kyle. I'll be okay. Kyle. Okay. All right, go ahead. So I'll You're be Trey. Trey then. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Coach. Um, so what's up, man? Like, you know, I, I'm just gonna be straight with you. You know, I, I thought this was gonna be my team this year, and that and Jimmy wasn't gonna be around, and it is your you guys team. Are bringing him back. You that know, it is like, your team. Yeah, it is my team. Yeah, it's your team. Is it though? But yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, why, why, how? Why? So why? Uh, you know, you got reports out there. You got Peter King. Are you talking to Peter King? He's saying that you're going to pull me in six games. I'm not talking to Peter King. I don't talk to Peter King. Are you sure? Yeah, I talk to Adam Schefter. <laughs> I'm a Shefty guy. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, either way, like, what, what's up, Coach? Like, what can you say about like what you know? Do I need to be looking over my shoulder here? Listen to me. You go out and play. You do your thing. This is why we drafted you in the first round. Your resume was not a first-round resume. We took a chance on you. Wait, he wait, didn't, wait. You uh, drafted me third overall. Right. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah, but it, that, you say I don't have a first-round resume. What the heck well, does that didn't, mean, Coach? You didn't, have a, you didn't have a college resume that, that dictated that you should be a third overall pick. I mean, I was going to go in the first round whether you took me or not, Coach. Yeah, well, we loved you. We loved you. That's why we, we came up and got you. So okay, we but believe why you got to throw shade, man? I know, Shade. You played in North Dakota, pal. I mean, come on. You know who you are. Yeah, I'm Trey Bleepin' Lance. You took me third overall. That's right, and we got confidence in you, and I'm a great coach, and we've, we've built a great team, and it's yours. Just don't screw it up, kid. Well, what about that? I mean, I can't make mistakes? Like, you know, no, I no mean, mistakes. I'm... No interceptions. You throw an interception, you're out. I mean, all right, man. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I mean, it, listen, it's got to be a very frustrating thing for a young guy to now have a veteran quarterback – who has led a team to a Super Bowl and led a team to an NFC Championship game, and now he's back in the locker room, and anytime you screw up, there's going to be players in that locker room going, we got to go back to Jimmy G. Jimmy G gives us a chance to win. He doesn't turn the ball over. Right, we that's do the that. bigger issue is the locker room for sure. That's uh, all right, picks against the spread. Will that be one of our games that we pick this week? Well, we'll tell you. We'll play our little competition next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. First first uh, music video on MTV, right? That's right. What year do you think that was? Probably... I think it was 83. Yeah. Guy, I mean, believe it or not, I actually remember being a kid and MTV coming on television and this being the first video and, like, watching it. It was actually really there. I was too young for that, but I mean, I saw MTV a few years later. But 
It's true, though, Chris. We cannot enjoy uh, National Beer Lovers Day because we're off the carbs. We're off beer. So, you know, maybe a little tequila, maybe yeah. a little vodka, but no beer, no wine. By the way, 1981, actually, the uh, MTV debut. So I was two years late. But, um, yeah, that's why I definitely didn't watch it because I, was I wasn't even four yet. I was three. Yeah. I was Elm. Elm. <laughs> <laughs> thought about. You were not yeah. thought about at yeah, that Nancy point? Yeah, and Laura were not even a yeah. thought yet. Mm -hmm. We weren't even a twinkle in our parents' mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah, look at that. God, how did I become the old guy, man? I mean, you are. Mm, by default. I know, but I just, I don't know how it you happened. aged. That's how it happened. Yeah, right. Just stand next to someone older. The earth right. moves around, you know, like the earth spins and, you know, moves Listen, around. Listen, it made me feel pretty old today to hear that JTT is 41. Yeah. That's quite mind-blowing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I believe yeah, it is the Buggles, by the way. It's a good idea, though, Laura. Just if I stand next to older people, I'm going to look younger. It's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you if know. you were on with Mason in Ireland, you'd be the young guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, now. Hey, yeah. now. With True. Statler, Statler and Waldorf over there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a church on fire? Holy smokes. <laughs> That'd be you, Kathy. <laughs> You're right, though. I should join Mason in Ireland so I can become the young guy. Around here, I'm the old guy. <laughs> oh, but they would never. Listen, they, Mason can talk all this stuff that he'd love to work with you. The minute you start getting more love than him, oh, he would be all out on you two seconds in. <laughs> See, I, on the other hand, encourage them to love you. You know, it's no coincidence, Cappy, that uh, I made that, that new Instagram account and I reached 10,000 followers and all of a sudden I had a new show. Yeah, Just I saying. understand that, right? I do. <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> I do indeed. All right, are we ready for our picks against the spread segment here? Laura, do we have some football music? To, oh, there it is. Wait, you know what we should have played? What? Oh, the Amazon <laughs> theme? <laughs> <laughs> Laura, do you have the Amazon wait, wait, theme? Wait, I got, I got it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Nothing says football like this, like the Amazon theme. Let's keep this going all season. Wait Hold for on, let it. it. Let it let it start. It it starts slow. There we go. Just takes a second. Uh, so anyway, all right. So here's the deal. If you're not familiar with this segment, um, we basically I just brought this over from the original morning show when I used to work with Key and LZ and Raj created this segment, which is basically we have five games, we pick them against the spread, and we assign a confidence vote to it. So the game we're most confident in picking against the spread, we give it a five. The game we are least confident in, we assign it a one, and then so on and so forth in between. So we, if they're playing, we will always have the Rams, Raiders, and Chargers on the slate. And then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out from there, basically, you know, depending on what games are on the well, slate. Biggest games, best matchups, you know, storylines, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Browns and Panthers did not make it. Sorry, Lenz. Oh, come bad, on, we can still pick it for fun. Me and you, you could can pick it, Cappy. I mean, we yeah. could if you like, just it's for fun. It's unfortunate, because I like that game also. It's yeah. a big game. All right, so let's start with uh, the Rams. Tomorrow, of course, you can catch the action right here on this station, the home of your Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Our coverage begins, I believe, around three at 3 o'clock with Travis and Kirk and the whole crew. Uh, so the Bills, as we've talked about at length here, Cappy, the last two days, are two-and-a-half-point favorites here at SoFi Stadium. Who do you like? And what is the number you're assigning to it? Well, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. For those of you that are just joining us, I love the Rams. I just can't believe 
that a Super Bowl champion at home in the same stadium where they won the Super Bowl with all of the emotion and the concerts and what I called earlier the Hollywoodization of the game, I really can't believe that a team is going to come cross-country in the middle of the week in in week one and, and take this game. So I'm taking the Rams to cover the two and a half. I think the Rams will win the game outright. And I'm going to assign it a four, George, a four on the oh. confidence meter. Okay. L- Lindsay, what do you got on this game? Um, I'm going to make it quicker than Cappy did and just say that I've got the <laughs> Bills and I'm going to go three on the confidence meter. Wow, wow, wow. Louda, Louda, where are you where are you falling here? The Rams now, are the Rams your team? Did yeah, they ever I told get your you. Rose? I told you they, I got married. Okay, I'm just, I, I'm trying to refamiliarize myself. No, married. It's been a while. Rams you know? five. Yeah. Done. Rams five. Wow, Ooh, there you go. Nice, that's confidence. Now, Laura, I'm with you. I also am going Rams, and it's going to be my five because I just think that there's a lot of disrespect here. I think, you know, Travis says he doesn't think they're better. I do. I think they got better weapons uh, offensively on this team. I think their offensive line is going to be just fine. A healthy Cam Akers, by the way, and and I think a, a decent group of running backs. So I'm going to go Rams and five, and uh, I think the Bills Mafia will come here and be uh, supportive. But we got a close one, and the Rams will pull it out in the end. But definitely cover the two and a half. All right. By so, the way, George George talked longer about. I knew that you game were going to say that. I, mean, I knew you were going to say that. It's an important point to bring I up. I mean, you, you, you had to take that. your shot. You know. Yeah. So I want mean, to bring that up. I'm timing it. You know. Okay, that's fine. Three minutes right. left of the segment. Let's go. Oh, Raiders and Chargers. <laughs> Cappy, go ahead. Chargers uh, are three point favorite. I'm taking the Raiders to cover, and I'm going to assign it a one. Mm, not very confident then. No, it's it's this is more of a heart pick, less uh-huh. of an analytical pick. Yeah. Uh Lindsay. Yeah, for that reason, I'm gonna go against what Cappy said and I'm gonna pick the Chargers because I know that Cappy hates them so much, so I think it might be kind of funny if they win. That's the only reason. <laughs> I'll make that my one as well. Laura, now I don't I don't I don't believe you're like anti Chargers, like you would be anti like the Clippers in these scenarios. So like how do you feel about this game? Come on, Laura, the Chargers are the Clippers. <laughs> I, I I was actually gonna go. I don't think the Raiders will win, but you know what? Because they cover the char- three is the point. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Okay, and so you think the Chargers be- will win, but then the Raiders will cover, and what number will that get? Um, I'm going to go with my three. Okay, that's your three. So you can one through five, five being the, t- the game you're most confident in picking against the spread, one the least confident in, and so on and so forth in between. Uh, I will go with the Chargers. Uh, I just believe the revenge factor here after what transpired last season. Uh, but I'm not, like, super confident in it, so I'm going to give it a two. Uh, Buccaneers are two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. Cappy, your boyfriend, Tom Brady, he missed 11 days. Is he going to win the game? Yep, because he's nice and fresh. I got the Buccaneers to cover the two-and-a-half, and I'm extremely confident about this. I'm giving it a five. Mm, Lindsay. Hmm. Well, this one, I'm going to go with uh, Tom Brady, and I'm going to give it – I'm not that confident about it, so I'm going to give it a four. Louder. I'm going to go with the Bucks because, hello, the Cowboys just lose. And I'm going to do four. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. Um, I just don't trust Dak without a lot of those weapons that he used to have. But I'm only giving that a one. Uh, Chiefs, six-point favorites against the Cardinals in Arizona. Uh, Cappy, what do you got? I think I'm going to take the Cardinals here to cover. I would expect the Chiefs to win. I'm going to take the Cardinals, and I'm going to assign it a three. Lens. It is six. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cardinals and I'm gonna make that a two. Okay, Laura. That six just switched me over. Cardinals one. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. 
Uh, minus the six, I think they win by a touchdown, and I'm going to assign that a three. Uh, Packers are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road as well. A lot of road favorites in week one. Uh, at the Vikings, Cappy, what do you got? This is a tough one. This is a really tough call. My gut says take the Packers, but my head says take the home team. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to take the Vikings, and all I've got left is a two. So that's where I'm putting it. Okay, Linz? Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers is a fully enlightened human being after his ayahuasca journey. <laughs> and that since he loves life so much and has just opened his soul so brightly, I'm going to go Packers. And I'm so confident that I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers' enlightened self a five. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, Laura? Well, I only have two, I believe, open. And I'm going to go with the Vikings. Okay. I, too, am going with the Vikings. I just think that Aaron Rodgers, as enlightened as he is, is going to struggle with a new receiving core. Uh, although his running backs are excellent, his defense is good, so I think it'll be a close one. And the Vikings, uh, their offense, they can put up points. I don't think there's any question about that. And their defense was really banged up last year, so I think they'll be back and better again this year. So I'm going to go Vikings, and that's my four. So that's our picks against the spread. Real quick, Browns, Panthers, uh, the Lindsey Bowl, as we'll call it. <laughs> one and a half points. I'm going to take the Panthers minus the one and a half at home. Cappy, what are you taking? Taking the Browns. Uh, Linz, we know where you're going, right? Duh. Browns Baker Mayfield revenge game. You know yeah. he's already he's already selling T-shirts that are calling himself like the unleashed, like the unleashed game. Baker he's Mayfield selling, unleashed. Yeah, yeah. unleashed yes. the dogs of where? Yeah. He, where can I buy some Baker Mayfield? He is on like some Mayfield Baker merch. Mayfield on his Instagram account. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. So so he's not getting the progressive money anymore. So now he's selling T-shirts on he's, Instagram. He's monetizing it. Yes. He's monetizing it. Good for uh, him. Lauda, what do you? you Browns Panthers. Who? I hate both, but Panthers. Okay, there you go. All right, big deal or no deal in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. Well, speaking of Patrick Beverly, when he was introduced by the Lakers at yesterday's press conference, <laughs> the veteran point guard was unsurprisingly brimming with confidence. When a reporter opened a question by saying, hey, you know, you get to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Pat Bev was quick to cut him off and reshape the narrative. Here's what it sounded like. Just kidding. So we know he's excited, but the fact that Pat Beverly corrected the reporter and said, no, 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 they get to play with me. Is that a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I, I mean, I would say no deal, although I'm sure 
outwardly, um, the guys will all kind of laugh it off and say, hey, he's right, you know. But inwardly, I'm, they're probably like, man, this dude, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. See, I think it's also it's a big deal in that you know, he's kind of goofing around. Hey, they're playing with me. I was in the playoffs last year. Big deal. Oh, no, no. So I what? don't think he's goofing around. No, no. But, but here's what I mean by that. Is that what I like about it is he's a confident guy. He's not like these guys that they went out and got last year. Most of these young guys, at least, you know, some of the young guys that were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I get to play with LeBron. Oh, my God. Like, Pat Beverly's like, he's a confident veteran, you know, 30-something kind of guy who feels like, He's in their class, not just happy to be here. So I kind of like the uh, the arrogant tone. I like it. Yeah, but if, you know. But does LeBron like it? Is what I, I mean. I'm know. sure outwardly he's fine with it, but inwardly he just kind of laughs it off. Yeah, he's probably like, yeah, you know, he's right because we we were pretty bad last year and we need to be better this year. But inside, yeah, like Sedano said, he's seething. That's my guess. I don't know about seething. I think he's what? more just like you're just kind of rolling. Like, who does he right. think he I would, is? I would be like, if I were LeBron, I'd be like. Pfft. Whatever. I don't care. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's just a roll. It's an eye roll. All right. So an image of a note left in a busy public part has gone viral after somebody posted it on Reddit. The note was left on a public part. Was it in the Mason and Ireland Reddit? You know, it might have made its way over to the cesspool of the Mason and Ireland Reddit. We'll have to check in with them. So the note was left on a public park picnic table and it Mm -hmm. said, reserved for a birthday party. Please respect the space we've set aside and do not use our tables. This is a four-year-old's birthday party. Don't be the one to mess it up. Thank oh. you. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm going to say no deal. No deal. Because here's the thing. I understand somebody trying to put down a note that says, Hey, everybody, like we're having a four-year-old birthday party. I know it's a public park, but would you guys please just give us a space because we came here and we kind of half reserved it by putting down a note but on the other hand if you're people that are like hey screw that i'm here i want to use this picnic table that's like somebody who stands in a parking spot and goes no 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 you can't park here i'm waiting for somebody to show up with their car to park here get out of the way i'm parking here i'm here now so i don't think it's a big deal i mean if it's a public park without reservations which um, it is first come first serve man Mm -hmm. like that's the unfortunate, you know, situation. You know, Would, just get there. If it's your kid's birthday, get someone there early and right. put your stuff down. Yep. Right. Hold down the fort, Jack. Pay someone to just sit there. Or not even pay someone. Just tell someone in your family, yo, I need you to get there a little early. Make not sure you're there when, you know, at the crack of dawn. Yeah. Reserve your space by being there. If I walked up to like a picnic table in Hermosa Beach Park, whatever, and I saw that sign, I feel like I would take that picnic table just because the way the person worded it was so rude and spiteful sounding. I feel like I would be like, you know what? Screw them. Yeah, if they were like, at least like, please don't, you know, blah, yes. blah, blah. We're begging you, know, you like, please. Yeah. But And if they would have left the time like, hey, we're going to be here at three o'clock in the afternoon. We have a four-year-old birthday party. We're we're hoping to keep this table. Would you, you know, please. But they, they weren't polite about it. Tone yeah. matters. Don't yes. be the one to mess it up. Yeah. You messed it up by not having nobody there to reserve your spot in the first place. How about Correct. that? Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's like on Labor Day. People go to the beach, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to find a great spot at the beach, you get there early. Yeah. You put your stuff down. Yeah. Somebody stays with it or, or you're willing to lose it. But the point is you've kind of marked your territory. Yeah, like a dog. Right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get um, my when I go to the beach, I, we usually get there like 9, 930 the latest, man. 
That's crazy. I saw somebody tweet at us in the community. I forget who it was, but they said they got there at like 9 a.m., 9, 9.30, and they only stayed for an hour because it was so hot this past weekend. Oh, dude, I believe that. Oh, I mean, yeah. did you guys see today the Dodgers were playing the Giants? Obviously, this happened earlier today. But if you watched any of the game, the place was practically empty because, yeah. A, it's the middle of the week and it's the middle of the day. But more and importantly, it's, hot as hell. it's freaking hot AF. I can't sit out there and watch a baseball game. I was dripping sweat. What was it Saturday night? It was really, really hot. Just standing mm. outside at like 7.30 with the sun going down. Just standing out there talking to my neighbor with my dog. I wasn't even moving. And I was just like. <sighs> yeah, it was hot. Like I told Cappy today, I went to work. It was 3.30 in the morning. It was 87 degrees already. Yeah, it's too much. Like, what the hell? Global warming people. I mean, if I'm together. being completely honest about today, okay. I have oh, been geez. sitting here with my here fan, you know, like pointed directly in my <sighs> midsection. And I'm totally being honest here. Like. I haven't been wearing a shirt or anything other than a pair of shorts this entire show. Yeah. Because I'm home. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. At least he likes it. Always extra. All right, yeah. so last one here. Did you guys know that happiness lasts longer after your sports team wins than when your partner says, I love you? Oh, come on. Yes, it is true. <laughs> According to a recent survey done, the happiness from seeing your sports team win lasts for more than four and a half hours. And the happy feeling after hearing a partner say, I love you, lasts for just four hours. Um, other things that people mentioned in the survey were overall the birth of a child, getting married, and the day that they met their partner were cited as life's happiest events. And nearly six in ten get their feel good from the little things in life as opposed to grand gestures. So I think the little nugget about the sports team winning is a big deal. But I want to know, what would you guys say makes you the most happy? Cappy, I feel like you have a good answer for this. Lisa, I hope. What makes me most happy? Yeah, like what What makes you, when you think of happiness. Oh, I got an easy answer for this. Easy. What, what is it for you, Cap? So, go for Cappy, go. No, no, wait, I think, George, are you answering for you or are you answering for me? I got me? an easy answer for me. Oh, go ahead. No, you go if you want. No, I want to hear what you say. Uh, this is easy. It's like the coolest thing now um, with Mateo where he wants to, he's usually in the, I mean, he's not here right now because my wife took them out uh, to like a play date thing. But um, usually he's in the bath somewhere between like 6.45 and 7. When he's done, he comes down and I'm done with the show and we sit on the couch and he wants to watch the Dodger game with me. And I think it's like the cutest little thing. It warms my heart every single day. And then he doesn't want to go to bed. And then eventually he like falls asleep and then we take him to bed. <laughs> but um, it, it, it is absolutely the thing that warms my heart the most at the moment. I used to do that. When, when my dad he used to be in the basement in his man cave, I would slink around the back way, the back stairs, and sneak down the stairs and watch the games, the Indians games with my dad. And yeah. my mom would find me and then I'd get in trouble and I have to go to bed. Yeah. Meanwhile, my eight-year-old, she, you know, She's watching. Ro she's on Roblox now, so it's like you know whatever. So no interest in us. So cute though. So uh, a win in a game makes you happy for? Did you say four hours? Uh, four and a half, four and hours. half hours. Okay, mm -hmm. and then and if somebody tells you I love you, that yeah. happiness usually lasts for about four hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. For me right now, the one thing that's making me really happy is I have a fifteen and a half year old daughter who's about to get a driver's license in about three months or so. Yeah. And what makes me really happy is when we get to her school every morning and she gets out of the car because she drove and I'm still alive. Because let me tell you something right now. Driving with a 15-year-old girl is, and by the way, it could be boy as well, is one of the scariest things when a kid is learning how to drive and you're trying to calmly coach. Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys right now, I think I'm doing a great job of calmly coaching. 
But, man, you tell this kid anything while she's behind the wheel? Okay, Dad, I got it. Okay. All right, I heard you, Dad. Okay. I'm like, yo, you need to chill out. This is a car. Okay? <laughs> you People... do not say that to her because we've heard how she talks to you, Cappy. You do oh, not she, say that. Oh, she owns me. But I'm like, yo, you got to chill. This is a car. This is life and death. This is real. Okay? This could hurt somebody. And I'm like, you got to be able to be coachable. So when we get to her school and we get out of the car and she leaves to go with her friends, I take this big, deep breath like, oh, thank God. Thank God I'm still alive because the kid almost killed me like 10 times. So I'm very happy <laughs> when I'm still alive at the end of a drive with my 15-year-old daughter. I don't know what's scarier because I'm not a parent um, driving with a uh, you know driver's ed student, but I don't know what's scarier being the driver's ed student learning how to drive or being the parent driving with them because yeah. I, I remember being scared out of my mind learning how to drive. Like, that was freaking scary. Going on the highway the first time? I don't time? ever remember being scared to drive. I, I mean, I told you the story. The I was 12 years old and stealing my parents' car, so. I never did that. Yeah. I never had the guts to do it. Yeah. Went to the gas station, the Sitco. Really? You went to Sitco? What'd you get? When you were 12? Oh, well, yeah. You took Dang. my mom's Ford Tempo back Dang. in the day. Talked about candy or something. Went on yeah, it was like a whatchamacallit. Yeah. I don't know. I Kit love Kat, whatever I was in the mood for. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. it Great like at Home Alone when, like, the, the woman's looking at him like, uh, are you here by yourself? And he's like, no, my sister's in the car or something. <laughs> like Nobody would ask. I'd just run in there with the money and just pay and go, you know? God, could you funny. imagine you, you see this kid get out of the car and you're like, that kid is at most 12 years old and he's driving. <laughs> That's what my best friend looked like. No, but I would park like, you know, far away. You know what I mean? Like I would park. The, it was a big gas station with a lot of room and I'd park like way in the corner and then, uh, you know. And then and I'd flip the car around so that way I just have to drive straight when I when I get out, right? Like so I drive around so that way we just you know I can walk. And again, I didn't have to get any major thoroughfares. I was all ba- like back residential streets. So wait, you you have a baby face and you look young as it oh, is now. I definitely now. looked young at twelve. So like when yeah. you were twelve, you probably looked like you were like six. But again, <laughs> I'm driving on streets. <laughs> this toddler did. out here driving a car. Yeah. I I definitely went on streets that weren't busy. Like there were barely any cars on there, and then it just happened to. Now, the gas station was on a major thoroughfare, but I could take one of the side streets to, to get there without having to get on a major thoroughfare. I am so impressed with your gutsiness, because I'm telling you right now, there were there was a car in my garage. My parents still don't know to this yeah. day. I'm, I'm 45 I'm, years old. I mean, my dad's no longer here, but I'm saying my mom doesn't know. But, dude, I was like 14, 15, whatever, and I felt very comfortable and knew how to drive and still just never had the guts. Yeah. Because I was worried that when I got home, my father would kick my ass. Yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah, but I mean, he scared me, man. He had that belt. You know, my mom had that frying pan. I told you yeah. the time that my mom tried to that sew my chancla. mouth shut. That chancla, yeah. What, um, your mom tried to sew your mouth shut? Yeah, my mother used to have this threat. She was like, if you don't watch that big mouth of yours, which one day is going to get you into trouble, which she was right. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to sew your mouth shut. And then yeah, as it also I got, got older. You, it also got you paid. That's true. But I would say to her, I say, Ma, you're not going to sew my mouth shut. Stop with the threats. She said, oh, no. And one day she took me, wrestled me to the ground. Had me down on the ground, like I'm telling you, in like a full Nelson kind of a move. And she had a needle and thread, and she was trying to stick it. She had like a hold of my lips, like this right here. She had my lips, and she was trying to take the needle and stick the needle in my lips. She actually really tried to do it. <laughs> my mom did that with soap once, and I never, <laughs> and I never crossed her no, again. No, I've told the story where my mom hit me with a broom. I told it to Ireland, Mason, Ireland, many years ago. I what think happened? I need to switch the music to like therapy music right now. Really? Um, I know. Well, I, uh, so when I, I got, I don't know how old I was. It was probably like 10, 11. And um, she went to hit me and I did 
I, I did a high block. Karate right? man. I mean, karate yeah, man blues on inside. Yeah, I just blocked it. By so, the way, real quick, karate. My mm-hmm. my nephew got second place in the in his national karate tournament. This hey, whole cool, good for hey. him for sparring. Nice. He's only a purple uh, belt, but you know. Nice. Um, so what happened? So so you blocked the so, you. Yeah, I blocked it, and then she just kind of looked at me and just nodded, I'm like okay. And okay. then uh, all right, tough guy. I was in my room and I was just hanging out, and she was just waiting for me. And a few minutes later, I come out, and the only thing I see is a broom coming, the head of a broom coming right at my head. Nice. Hit me, and I flew right back into the bed. That's a Latina mom for you. She don't yeah. forget. I mean, the you know, the statute of limitations is over on that, so it's not like they can do anything to her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's my word against hers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. I remember uh, one time my dad ripped my favorite Iron Maiden concert shirt, and I was so angry at him, man. And yeah. I actually pushed my father. I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, yeah. and man... And he said, he "What? Pre- no, no more cheese on your burger." Yeah, well, no, that was different time. But he pick, he pretty much picked me up like Andre the Giant, like picked me up over his head and threw me into my drum set in my bedroom. I love it. <laughs> Cymbals were crashing, drums were breaking. I'm like, "Hey, man, you ripped my Iron Maiden T-shirt, dude!" Kicked my That's, ass again. It's bleepery. It is. Speaking of bleepery, the the only Sanch uh, I posted in the community, he actually posted a picture. He went to Manhattan Beach, and he's there today. And he uh, he took a picture of the sign, the meter, and then he took a picture of his meter and what time it's supposed to expire. Good for you, only Sanch. I feel like I'm missing something because I keep hearing about you guys talking about meters and stuff. Was I Oh, gone? Manhattan Beach screwed me. Oh, yeah, they, you uh, hear about George? What uh, happened? No, Major no, controversy. No. I'll tell you on the other side because we're up against it. So let's do that on the other side. And then uh, what else were we going to talk about, Lindsay? Didn't we have something at 645? Oh, the Rams. We had some... Uh, Lindsay came up with some uh, fun facts for the Rams and Bills. So we'll get to some of that as well. Coming up next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. What year is this song? I mean, we knew Gloria Gaynor's 79 years old, but I'm trying to remember how old I was or what year this was. I Will Survive. I mean, it's definitely like the 70s. Do you know the whole song? Didn't Christopher say it in the lead-up? 1978 was uh, when this song came out. Oh, 78? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's 79 today. Yep. How about that? What are the odds? 
I'm feeling very snappy with this song. Snapping my fingers, jamming a little bit, little hip movement. I like the cake version. The which version? Cake redid the song. In like oh, really? The the late nineties. I liked it. Cake. Cake was cool for a minute. They had a moment. For a minute. <laughs> they had a moment. They did have a moment. Uh, Laura, speaking of moments, so long story short, I went to a lunch in Manhattan Beach a couple weeks ago. Um, it was Manhattan Beach Open. I didn't realize that it was going on that weekend. And uh, I parked, and I went to this meter. It had 25 minutes on it, so I maxed it out. It was like $3.20 or something like that because it's max was two hours at $4. Okay. Um, so I maxed it out, and I'm, I got there at 11 o'clock in the morning, basically. So I'm like, oh, I got till 1.00. I get back to my car at 1248 and I have a ticket on my car that said it was printed at 1239. I'm like, that's bull crap. And the, the, the meter was flashing red, like that it had expired. I'm like, there's no way. So I called my bank even and they, and like they said to me, yeah, 1102 is when it got swiped. And I'm like, this is nonsense. So that's why people are taking pictures of their meters now in Manhattan Beach uh, in the community. Yeah, Definitely got me more conscious about it. I'll tell you that right now. I recently parked at some meters and I was like, I put in my debit card and I maxed it out. I'm like, okay. And then I, Came back a couple hours later because I wanted to max it out again. And I was like, dude, I got to be careful here. I don't want to get into this situation like Sedano is in. I'm, like, I will take from now on, I, whenever I go to Manhattan Beach, I'm on to you, Manhattan Beach. I'm taking pictures of the meter just like only Sanch just did on our community. Always do that. It happens in L.A. a lot. Yeah. They're You're not going to pay it, right? You're going to fight it, aren't you? I am going to fight it, yeah. Good for you. Um, so real quick, football fans, you want to win a hundred bucks for picking five games against the spread? Join, yes. Just download the Cover 5 app for free. Compete with us. Uh, me and Cappy for a chance to win a hundred bucks. Here's what you need to do. Download the cover five app. Use the code SK 22 as in Sedano and cap 22 to join our show league at the end of the season. The winner of the Sedano and cap league will be invited to an exclusive experience. You get to do a tequila mandala tasting with us and hang out with us and drink tequila. So download the cover five app, join our league with the code SK 22 or play all season long at cover five.com. Nice job. Good read right, right there, George quality read. Thank you. Uh, so, Linz, you had uh, some uh, some eight facts or stats or sexy stats to know for this game coming up? Yeah, we'll call them sexy stats since uh, Mace calls them sassy stats when he does them. Right. Oh, there that it is. is. Oh, Amazon, yeah, Amazon Music again. All right, really? I'll go through nice. these kind of quickly. Okay. So, the Rams are 5-0 and in week one under Sean McVay. Okay, another reason to take the Rams. Cleveland alert. Uh, the Browns haven't won a week one game since, like, 1999. Oh, wow. Pretty bad. Uh, but anyway, back to uh, the Rams. Bills are 3-2 and two in season openers since 2017, and they're averaging 16.8 points per game. The Rams are 5-8 and eight all-time against the Bills, losing their last two. Ooh, a little scary. It's the first time either team is playing the NFL season opener. Hmm. That's, that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah. Uh, the Bills were 0-6 in games decided by seven or fewer points last year. The Bills were 0-6 in games decided by seven points. I'm trying to do in my I'm trying to figure out what their record was last year. I didn't know so they, they lost. never won a game by when they were down by more than, than less than seven one touchdown. Okay, I gotta go back and look crazy. at their record from last year. Yeah, I didn't realize they lost six games. Uh Cooper Cup. He had nine catches, one hundred and seven yards, and one touchdown last time the Rams played the Bills. Pretty good stats for Cooper Cup. Uh, Matthew Stafford is 0-2 with two touchdowns and one interception against the Bills. And lastly, both of Josh Allen's Week 1 wins came against the Jets. Mm-hmm. See, again, when, when the Bills have to travel cross-country Look at that week timing. One, that ran out perfectly. That was really nicely done. 
cross country week one middle of the week you know this is this is not playing the jets this is playing the defending super bowl champions in their home field where they won the super bowl i'm just i just think the rams are going to win the game because all the emotion is on their side i feel like i need to go bet on the rams because it's so i don't know just be, the fact that that the bills are favored is still crazy to me did you guys happen to see today did any of you guys see the videos that were released by the rams of Aaron Donald welcoming The Rock to the Rams training facility I did and the two see of that. them lifting weights together. You guys saw these videos? Yeah. This was so cool. I, I thought this was such a cool thing because if you know Dwayne Johnson's story, that he was a defensive lineman at the University of Miami and he had these dreams of playing in the NFL, and as the way I've heard him tell the story in the past is, he thought he was going to be a star and then Warren Sapp showed up and Dwayne Johnson didn't really play. And yep. so his dreams of playing in the NFL went up in smoke, and obviously we know what happened. Wrestling star, movie star, and yep. now one of the biggest superstars And by on the, the way, his, his wrestling career didn't start off so great. I don't remember the beginning of it. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of a he, jobber at first. He, he was Rocky Maivia, dude. Yeah. People hated him. Yeah? Yeah. Stone Cold is kind of what made him. They made each other, I think. Yeah, they did make each other in a lot of ways. And and just, you know, The Rock had a lot of... Um, I mean, when he started coming up with the the... The jabs at people, that really changed everything. But, I mean, to see a guy like Dwayne Johnson, who loves football, say, hey, I'm, I'm in L.A., the Rams are here, Aaron Donald's the best defensive player in the league, but more than that, Aaron Donald is known as a workout warrior. We all see these videos, like, practically daily from Dwayne Johnson. And so to see these two guys working out together – I don't know, man. I got caught up in one of these rabbit holes earlier today where I watched like all the videos they had of the two of these guys lifting weights. And of course, George, you know, I'm starting to incorporate some of those exercises into my own routine. I'll have yeah. you know, you mm -hmm. know, but it was cool. I, I really liked it. I loved the sure. respect and I, I liked the way they loved each other. I, I thought it was really if you haven't seen it. I like the way they loved each other. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> I, I love, you know, like respect, you know, like here's a superstar movie star who loves football and here's like the greatest defensive player and the two of them are they both love working out and being in the gym and to see these guys work out together i for one loved it i love to see the rock work out anytime Just i'm with he's you. a hand yeah. he's a handsome man yeah yeah yep. whenever he can do it do it yep i'll watch that all day long yep loop it i'm down loop it huh yeah hell yeah <laughs> i'll watch it he should so this, do a workout so, video. So, so is everybody like tomorrow because we're not on the air? Yeah. I mean, are you like Maybe. dedicated to sitting in front I of work. your TV? Okay. I mean, I was going to ask who's watching this game like intently. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for this game, or I can't wait for the kickoff yeah. of the season. I'm going well, to get a pedicap just like you need. Oh, yeah. I do need I one. I thought y'all went together. We were going, no, and the up timing up. didn't work out. You yeah. know, you know, Cappy sus. That's uh, true. Anyway, we got to roll. Uh, Anita Marks is coming up with her new show, Bet LA. Check it out. It's coming up next. See ya.